With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? What's up? This is your boy Lorenzo. <coughs> Elvis Murphy. <coughs> Good Lord, I might need some water for this one. And this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. I'm live on Compton Politics tonight. This is Monday. So I guess it's, what is this? July? July 29th? What's the day today? Do anybody know? But yes, yeah, July 29th. And, uh, you know, it's one of those evenings to where I have guests calling in again. I'm actually, mm, I'm actually doing the, uh, another night of the re-entry, going down, talking about prison reform and other things like that, you feel what I'm saying? So, there's supposed to be some guests calling in tonight. And uh, we're going to do some talking. I'm trying to see if it's recording. It is recording. So, yeah, like I said, it's, um, it's a nice event going on this Saturday, August 15th on Century and Western Community Reflections. <clears throat> They're doing a community event, I think, from 11 to 5. Or maybe 11 to 6, maybe 7. I don't know for sure, but uh, yeah, they're doing a lot of having a lot of giveaways. They're, um, they're just giving back to the community on, on uh, August 3rd from 11 to 6, maybe 7. Uh, different community uh, reps are coming out to the community and going to be out there. So y'all come on out to Community Reflections, community event, and uh, have a good time and enjoy yourself because it's going to be a fabulous event. Uh, it's going to be a lot of people. I think they're expecting maybe 1,500 people. Um, they're actually doing a uh, expungement. They're expunging people records. And they're not just like expunging tickets. They're actually going to help you um, drop a lot of tickets. You know what I mean? Really go deep. So when you go try to get a job, it won't interfere with your job. So I commend those people at Community Reflections. They have an event on Saturday, August 3rd. You know what I'm saying? And they're doing some fabulous things. But the main thing about this event they are doing expungements. So if you know anybody out there, you have enough time to get it out there. You know anybody out there that's trying to get their tickets and their record cleared up, they're not only just fixing tickets, they're actually going deeply, deep, deep, deep 
uh, in your records and going to find what you really have. Because most times, um, a lot of people just do a certain amount of tickets. You feel what I'm saying? They don't just really go deep to where it can help you get jobs and stuff like that. So um, Saturday, come on out, Century Western from 11 to from 11 to 6, maybe 7. They have an um, expungement program. I'm going to repeat that because I want to make sure people understand what I'm saying. This is so important for a lot of people. A lot of people out there can't get jobs because of something on their record. You know what I'm saying? So um, we want to be a little bit more open to get this free stuff that's out here. Go and get your free expungements on your record so you can move on in your life. Uh, I can see I have guests on my line right now. That's cool. I can work with that. Um, a lot of things been going on in the community you didn't heard about with Trump done the truth came out you know we don't know you know what i'm saying it's just a real thing that comes out when a man is in power sometimes money changes things and then sometimes uh things of life change things they don't have to take money that dude already have money so he he already must already had that attitude already you feel me so you know what's going on with that i don't want to just stick on that subject with trump Oh, he's he kind of told them girls to go back to uh, to leave America. He told some young, he told some black congressmen to go back to where they came from. Yeah, yeah, he's a straight. I mean, you know, he is what he is, and it's the truth. But you know, it's nothing he that, hit. huh? He never hit who he was. He never hit. He never hit what? Who he was. He always been that asshole. Well, of course. See, I, I mean, he think his, he think he's, he think, to me, he remind me, I swear, he reminds me of Goldfinger on Austin Powers. He remind me of the president of that type of guy, like that Austin Powers movie brought actually our president to the motherfucking table. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me, cussing, but yeah, brought it straight to the table. Look at that movie and look at him. That dude did silly assistance, one of the most profound stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it was about saving the world or destroying the world. You know what I mean? This, this, you know, I look. I don't even dislike Trump. I can't dislike him. I can't like him. I don't even know him. And that's the whole thing about this whole placement in government. I mean, it's like we be voting for people, and and. And having to like a person we don't even hell we don't even know. I'm just saying, like I'm just saying, we just like I voted for Obama. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, why did I vote for Obama? Because he was a black man. And that was my first time voting. You know what I'm saying? That was my first time voting. So uh what does that put the situation for people that know him when they vote? You know what I mean? I didn't know Obama. I never even heard of Obama until he ran for president. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't never heard of that dude. But it was the character of, of him, you know what I'm saying, that that I had to vote for, you know? Um, just like, just like, how do you vote for a person? You just, I mean, 
it's like 23 percent of brothers black americans voted for trump of men and then it was i think 13 percent of women that voted for trump you know what i'm saying so that's together that's almost what is that 36 percent 30 36 39 percent of the black of the black population that voted for him just to advance our race 39 percent 36 percent and that's a third that's a third of of a hundred and that's a lot because when you do business you have to break down a third of a third of a third so that is a lot that voted for him in our country you know what i'm saying Oh girl, I love that. Hey, I'm hey, I'm hey, I'm with that. <laughs> Angie said she voted for Trump. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like I said, I don't just like Trump. I don't even know Trump to just like Trump. You know what I'm saying? But when a person disrespects someone's character, uh, uh, and you hold this ranking position, um, you you are responsible for your actions and that's the whole thing now if he wasn't president now if he was just a guy that ran his tv show and he was a real estate guy okay i could see that yeah you know what i'm saying but when you're powerful and you in position that can push a button that can blow up the world and that's who he is he can he, he the one that can actually push one button to blow up the world if he wants to and that's you know what I'm saying, but I just look at it as he's the first, the first ever to me American gangster president. You know what I'm saying to me because he ain't got no he don't have he ain't got no filter, and that's how people in the street when you know when you're in the streets and you pushing your mind, um, you don't have a filter because you can't have a filter. If you blink an eye in them streets, somebody gonna straight get you get you get you because your eye you can't blink your eyes like kind of like not blinking your eyes not even when you talk to someone when you walk by somebody don't blink your eyes you know what i'm saying yeah but uh just talking on him for a moment uh they're trying to impeach him the the, the democrats but the whole thing is when he get impeached that still don't get him out of office that's what people need to understand that don't get him out of office that's not getting him out of office. That's just putting the investigation up under him. So a lot of people not knowing uh, the law and how it's ran. Everybody jumps into uh, the charge. You don't even know what the charge stands for. So um, he's not getting, he's not going to be, they have him up under investigation. He's going to still be president. There's another action they have to file to get him out of office besides uh, uh them impeaching him you feel what i'm saying so i'm sending some callers in i think my guest is call but i just want to talk about some things that's that's going on out here in our communities and our society um man it's a lot of human trafficking going on a lot of young girls coming up missing you know what i'm saying so y'all keep an eye on and you know y'all young ladies that's out there uh be careful who y'all meet be careful you know what i'm saying who y'all jump in the car with even the guys y'all be careful who y'all jump in. You, you got women out here <laughs> chopping up dudes killing dudes raping guys 
You know what I'm saying? There's a whole lot of cases of guys being raped by a woman. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So uh, um, life is on both sides, you know? Yeah, so uh, I see some folks in calling. and I got like five, six callers on my line right now. Uh, it's still early. You know what I mean? It's only 742. And I'm sure people have a lot to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hold on. Somebody want to turn on, on my radio show. Hold on just a minute, people. I'm on my radio show. I can call back after my show. Yeah, and I got some great news, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's some stuff going on. I'm going to screenshot the Facebook page into your messenger, please. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy um, live tonight. Tonight, I'm still on that re-entry re prison, inside, outside, and how we can develop this type of, uh, some type of machine to where we can actually start educating our youth in a way to where, okay, to where, um, but I'm trying to get my audio, my video set up. I'm going on my media. Okay, that's not on. So I got to go here. Yeah, but um, I'm going to be on my national tour across the nation for the red and blue. And I do mean the real red and blue. It's more really than I'd almost, almost died for. You, should, you know what I mean? Uh, the red and blue is this mechanism that they've been doing like i've been just speaking about this voting stuff you feel what i'm saying uh how to be a better voter like i told i'm just being honest the first time i ever voted is when obama was president you know what i mean because i was i didn't know i can vote because i've been through so many bad things in america you know what i'm saying and that puts your mind to make you think you can't do certain things you know what i mean so i was just i just put myself in a situation to where, to where um, you just limit it. You're limited from, you're limited from um, doing things. You know because you, I guess you cross the line of not obeying orders, or breaking the law, so they take your freedom of uh, of choice. You feel what I'm saying? They take your freedom of choice. And when they take your freedom of choice, it becomes the most like degrading situations ever in your life. And I'm, and I'm speaking on that because I, I, I've been through it myself. You feel what I'm saying? Being degraded, not being, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a cold, cold feeling. You know what I mean? Being in that type of situation. You know what I mean? And when you're in that type of situation, 
you have to become another person. It's kind of like you have to build an alter ego. Alter ego kind of will save you a little bit because you, you got to do things you usually don't do. You got to be used to doing things you usually don't have or you got to adapt. You have to adapt. And I'm just starting this conversation off right now because I've been there. And the people that I have on my line that when I bring them in, um, it's a pretty deep situation. You feel what I'm saying? It's a pretty deep situation. And we're going to be talking to some individuals that's incarcerated, that have been incarcerated for the last maybe 30 years maybe longer um this is uh compton politics this is t25cl.com galaxy talk radio this is lorenzo elvis murphy and uh we're going to like really go deep tonight because there's some things and some stories out there that need to be told you know like i said i have some guests that's going to be coming in live um Straight coming with Parliament from prison. One of my folks uh been doing 30 years for show. And it's another brother. He's been doing 30 years. So I know it's two brothers for show that have been in prison for 30 years for sure. You know what I'm saying? And uh we're gonna talk about some things that uh the community need to know. You feel me? So Y'all get ready for this night of, let me check it out, night of, let me see who's on the line, let me make sure this audio is on, well, let me check it out, I know my boy is on right now, let me see, yo, yo, who is this on the line? It's Brother Jay, you know I'm always in, tuned in, and uh, just tuned in live to uh, spread the, the, the good news. <laughs> For sure, for sure. You're looking for calling in. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's some other guys to be up in there, too. We're going to invite them well in, um, in this conference tonight because uh, we got some real large issues that we're going to tackle. Hey, is any, okay. hey, Dave, you there? Hold on, let me see. Hey, I think he is. Right, hold, on, hold on a minute. Let me see. Yo, yo, who is this on the line? It's, uh, he said, I'm on the radio, then I'm on the shop. Who? Brother Asad. Oh, that's, oh, that's Brother Asad right there. That's, that's one of my other brothers. He's going to introduce his mother. He's going to introduce his mother. And uh, she's a sister that, that done almost like actually about 25 years in prison. But she's out, she's out free now, and um, he's going to introduce is your mother here right now? No. Okay, yeah, get her in so we can. Uh, All right. All right, go ahead, uh, Lorenzo. See who else on. Okay, okay. Let me see. I think this is David right here. This is Brother Bay. How you doing, Lorenzo? I'm blessed, man. How are you? I'm doing all right, brother. Uh, I had talked to my brother Jay today. We did uh a little bit of elaboration on uh, the show. Uh, I got a guest on with me tonight. Uh, I got uh, one of my sisters from out of New York, and I got my uh, my auntie on here named Queen B, and uh, my fiance. Uh, 
on the show again, the one thing you can close about the show. So, um, I brought this to the study night because uh, we had a topic that uh, needs to be elaborated on. It's all right here, right? Ask her if she can tell her if she can't get in to call me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is Compton Politics. This is Compton Politics Monday Nights Live. Uh, like I said, I'm doing an eight week series about prison reform, prison reentry, and really hitting hard on what's going on. Like I said, I have some guests on the line right now, and they're some real guests. You know, I mean, these brothers have been down 30 years straight, um, you know, at a secret location. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, they just real. There's no filter right here. And I'm just trying to just get and help them out, let them have a voice. You know what I mean? That's what Compton Politics is about, is letting people have a voice about what's go- really going on to places we can't go or we can- can't see. And none of us are never going to ever be there. Never gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? Um, so did y'all have anything y'all want to speak about, like, like tonight? You know what I mean? Well, you know, I don't be asking no questions with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because... It's, it's about you getting your stuff out, telling your story on what's going on. Um, and that's just what this line is about. You know what I mean? So uh, how your week's been, Jay? Yeah, sorry. Um, how you how you guys doing? Um, my name is Jay. And, um, I'm the brother that he's been incarcerated for the past 30 years. And, um, Renzo has provided us that we've been we've been for a very long time and I really think he's doing for us. You gotta talk in the mic, Jay. Oh yeah, 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 brother. Hey, uh, hey, 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 so we can um, vibe off them and um, take it, move forward. All right, I want to introduce uh, to uh, come to politics show today, which is Queen B, uh, a great aunt of mine, which is uh, a second uh, sister to my mother, which I look at as a mother, you know, because I lost my mother undergoing the 30 years of incarceration. Uh, Queen B, I introduce you to the show tonight as a guest. Hey, can y'all do me one favor? This is what I need tonight. I need whoever going to talk on the phone. Can you talk into the phone? Can you make sure that your line is clear so we can hear you? You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of people, I don't know if you got it on uh, a speaker or, or, or you got, or you're talking away from the phone, but can you please like, like put the mic to your, your phone to your mouth and so we can hear you clearly because I'm on my media. On my other phone, you know what I'm saying? And people need to really hear on the media, on the videos. So can you just talk into the phone, please? All right. Okay. I heard that clearly. No problem. No problem. Thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, What is your name? I'm Barbara. They call me Queen B. I'm just uh, on. Okay, I mean, you know, because my show is Compton Politics. I give you the voice. You sit there, you can talk, your, you know, you just tell your story. You feel what I'm saying? Because the questions I need to ask is not the questions I need to ask. It's about what you want to say. 
you know, welcome to Compton Politics. If you have anything you want to tell young ladies, you just want to tell your story, you know, if you, you know, how far ever you want to go, it's up to you. But you're open to the mic right now. This is open forum. Um, and the world's just going to hear you. And you have a great opportunity because I deal with a lot of different community programs, uh, not just uh, uh, in Los Angeles, across the nation. So, you know, we've, we've been heard worldwide. Uh, you can be able to get a copy of this this audio. So um, we'll, we'll love to hear your story. Yes, it was a, it was a kind of um, a disagreement that um, I, I told them, you know, that there's a difference between neighborhood and family. Family is what that great neighborhood. So I need them to get a perfect understanding and, and be clearly about it. Neighborhoods don't raise children. Parents raise children. Right. And that's right. And, and that's true. A poor job. You just allow yourself to go from family to the neighborhood for them to raise you. And that's what I'm, I'm telling him to separate the two. But you're on neighborhood. But you're always and etc. Right. Right. So um can I ask you a question? You did so did you do time in prison? I never did time in prison. Okay, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Um I'm sure you have loved ones that you know have that's doing time or have done time. Yeah, I have a son that's been there for 21 years. Wow, you know, and you know, and not, and it's like you can say you have, you are doing time if you love him, if you've been dealing with that, and you've been mm -hmm. sticking with it. And you know, these are things that we talk about is uh, what the whole family goes through. You know what I'm saying? Um, they I think they understand. Exactly. What, right, you know what I'm saying is because when I went to prison, my mother wasn't. My mother was affected. My kids wasn't affected. You know what I'm saying? My friend, one of my friends, when I got busted, uh, he cried when the police handcuffed me. You know what I mean? And, and that just just touched me because one of my homies that I would have died for at the time. You know what I'm saying? And when the feds grabbed me because I got busted at the freeway motor in and when and, and they just had all of us laid out. You know what I'm saying? And it was like when they gaffled me up, one of my homies like just sit there and cried, like just was sad, like just and it was just like, it was really, really mm -hmm. a, uh, a moment. And that's what I'm saying. I know the parents yeah, it, go, it, the kids go through it. Go ahead. Yeah, it does affect you. It, it affects me for 10 years. I was sick for 10 straight years after my son had left here. And uh, a lot of people didn't even understand where the illness and the sickness came from. You know, and I, I really didn't because I was seemed like I knew I was getting sick. When I can't move, my the, the muscle in my body just collapsed the whole nine yards. And I went through that. Wow. And yeah, so I was, uh, I, I, my son, the one that is incarcerated, he knows exactly, but is what people do go through, what family do go through. Why is my child missing from home? Why did he have to be the one to, to, to leave the mess? 
Yes, yes, I understand. I understand. Brother Lorenzo, this, this was a thing, uh, you know, because I'm one of the first generation of one of the family members as a big cousin. Uh, I was a re- I was uh, I was kidnapped first, and then one of my cousins was kidnapped from the same household. The reason why I call it kidnapped because all the facts has not been gathered, and based on the last interview that we had a week ago, I told you uh, I was convicted of a felony murder conspiracy, which is the uh, law that uh, came brought back in 1983. Uh, nobody knows the extent of the family, so I was basically having a uh, conversation with my aunt, and I was telling her, uh, the thing is, we have birth from the community, but we also raised inside our household, but what we learned, that we don't learn from the house, we learn from the streets. And sometimes it's not, sometimes it's, it's not understandable to the women or our mothers, uh, simply what man picked up out on the street. That's true. Right, right, right. Because you know we choose to live, yeah, because we choose to live and, and make the determination for our own future. Yes, yes, yes. And, and you know, when it comes to that, when it comes to the situations, it takes a whole, like they said, it takes the village to raise a child, but then it takes uh, a person that's incarcerated to stay strong so their family can stay strong. It's the opposite, you know what I'm saying? Because, man, when you get incarcerated, you know, and thank God that, uh, I mean, when I got busted, I was out of town. I was out of town when I got busted. You feel what I'm saying? So I couldn't get no visits. It wasn't no, you know, I, it was hard to come to California for me. You feel what I'm saying? I, I could not come yeah. to California. I could not, they would not ship me to California because I was down as a gang member. And when you in the feds and they have you from out of state and you get caught up in that gang stuff, uh, is they don't want you back in California. They're not gonna bring you back in California. You feel what I'm saying? And, and the only way I came to California, the only way I came to California is I end up having a fight with a prison guard and me and his prison guard fought he just woke up one morning i went to child i was a child hall cook i was a prison cook and uh i went to go work he just told me he wanted to fight me i mean who i'm gonna go tell the police i'm gonna go tell the police on the police so you know that's what i was down with i was down for squabbling you know what i'm saying that's all we did was boxing the alley in the bush and boxing gloves that's all we done was trained ourselves to get ready to go toe-to-toe but that happened in I guess the, the uh, warden found out because everybody got to run in their mouth and I ended up filing a lawsuit at the time against them because they're like really trying to say I had a, uh, uh, assaulted a whatever, federal peace officer, whatever it was supposed to be in. But I ended up filing this lawsuit against that and that's the only way I came to California. They told me as long as I drop the lawsuit, I can get to California. You know what? I wanted to come to California bad. And anybody that knows about prison, and when you're away from it, just anywhere from being in a prison is away, but just really like being in the, like across the country. I mean, just for me, you know, for me, it was hard. You know what I'm saying? So I, I actually dropped the lawsuit, and guess what? I ended up coming to California. 
And it was so important for me to be that close because like the queen said, she, she was ill for 10 years because her son went to jail and the people didn't, she didn't even realize that. I mean, and that's where this mental health, these mental health situations come in at, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and this mental health and this homelessness, this all this, it's a mental thing. And I was, and I'm so happy that she spoke on that because I wasn't expecting that type of story because we all need to understand these young men and young women need to know when y'all go to prison nowadays, man, it's hard to get back. You know, it's hard, it's hard to somebody to come get you nowadays. They don't want to give us bails no more. Most people don't get bails no more. So a lot of times that, that these youngsters are committing, you don't get a bail. You can't get a bail. So, um, so tonight is going to just be an open forum. I know I have my boy Jay on. I see I got my boy. Yes, hey, my boy Bowles on. Hold on, I'm trying to get everybody. Yeah. Hey, brother. Uh, hey, brother Lorenzo. Yeah. Yeah. I've also invited, invited my, my, uh, my homeboy, uh, Osiris, mother. Her name is Lisa. She's on, uh, uh, yeah. I'm trying to find out if she, um, if she tuned in. Uh, Lisa. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I just have my okay. phone. Okay, um, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Lisa uh, several months ago. Hey, somebody phone is speeding back. Yeah, turn your phone down. Phone down. Hey, turn your phone down, hold up. Yeah, I had the pleasure of meeting uh, several months ago, I went on play. One of our events. And wanted to. I wanted to. And I think her story is very relevant to what we got going on today. And uh, Lisa, is it all right that you uh, tell us a little bit about your We want to. We want to make sure we hear you, brother. Because uh, we got we got an echo in the studio. You guys can't hear me? Yeah, you sounding clear yeah, right now, now. You sound okay, wherever you're standing, stand uh, right there. Lisa, she's the mother of my my boy, uh, Asad. Okay. And she's done like close to 25 years in prison. She just got out not too long ago. She's on parole. She's doing pretty good for herself. I had, to, I had the pleasure of meeting her several months back at an event we had at the prison. And um, I requested her to be at be at this interview because her her story is very important, and we had the opportunity to actually hear from a woman who experienced both sides. One, her son being in prison, and her, she been a a, a former lifer herself. So, Lisa, do would you like to speak? Hey, Lisa. Hold on. Oh, hello. Yes, would you like to speak now? You talking to me? We got two yes, Lisa Lisa right here. Hey, uh, Lorenzo, 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's cracking? Uh, do you have Do you have Lisa on the line? Because I can't really hear right now. Hold on. Let me see. I got a whole lot of people on this line right now. Hold on. Let me see. Can everybody introduce yourself and let, let us know who's on the line? Oh, Tony. Oh, okay. Tony, 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 Tony. You, you mentioned Assad's mother, Lisa, that did 25 years. That is me. Yeah, okay, okay. Could you speak okay. now, please? Uh, I, I was just introducing uh, the people to you. Is it all right that you can speak? This is Brother Jay. I'm the one that's here with your son. Lisa? Did you hear you? No, you might have to call her. Lorenzo. Hey, I can't read your mind, bro. You got to call in. I, I can't. You have to call in. Oh, let me see something, man. Yes, sir. How are you? Yeah, I understand that. You know, uh, you know, over the past 30 years, I have been incarcerated. Uh, you know, my auntie, uh, she has, you know, consistently been in my life without any judgmental. You, you understand what I'm saying, brother? Yes. You know, uh, it's, been, it's really been an honor, but I know, you know, uh, I, I lost my mother under these conditions. <clears throat> like I was explaining to you, I had to cope. I couldn't stop living just because she reported to the Right. So I don't know everything that basically took effect upon the family without any uh, extensive conversation. But there's always a lesson to learn, something that I do not know. Right. You know, as being put in the system as a young black man. Wow. Hey, I got a question. I got a question. I'm not. I'm. I'm and this is something I need to know. Do y'all have any people that's bringing families up there? Uh, no, not really. Uh, they usually have a brother here that had an organization for his family together. Uh, in the secret location where we at, but that that program has been uh, eradicated. <clears throat> Me and Jay spoke on it. We were gonna try to put something together where to. A proposal to bring to people's family to see what kind of survey we can get back on the basis of transportation for people, kids, and uh, you know, more ones. Yeah, I was thinking about that because I have a friend, uh, somebody I know, but she's in Texas, right? And she's doing this, man. But she's doing it like unbelievable, like on a on a whole different level. You know what I'm saying? She actually yeah. doing it for free. She's doing it for free. And she actually like just really, really bringing people and making these, you know, she's just making hell of a stories with these people live, seeing people, letting them see their families that they haven't seen in a long time. I don't know what's who is out in the background with all that noise. But, uh, hold on. Okay, there it is, right there, that part right there. Yeah, but um, she's. She brings families to prison, so that's why I was just asking if there's anybody out there that you know that somebody's doing that for y'all out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, absolutely not. I brought this to uh, 
I brought this to the attention of, uh, you know, one of my uh, brothers, you know, a few brothers, uh, since we've been here the longest, and we was basically trying to unionize and bring something together for the communities, not only for the community where we from, but all over, you know, uh, Los Angeles County, which is uh, the destination from, uh, you know, the valleys and uh, other semi-common uh, areas where transportation would be easy for families. Yeah, I think that'll be a plus for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just something I've been yeah. thinking. About, you know what I'm saying? Because that'd be great if somebody can come up with a nonprofit that can that specialize in uh, supporting inmates and get families together. Because that's the whole thing about what would need to be done. Um, and that's just you know it's just something I just feel need to be done. And I just was wondering, you know. Um, I don't know, man. There's just a lot of things going on out here that need to be fixed out here. And there's a lot of questions need to be asked. You know what I'm saying? About you know, it's just a lot of questions that a lot of a lot of questions is not being answered on both sides. And in, in in inside and in outside. It's like You're absolutely it, right. You know? And uh, one of another issues, uh, uh, this past week, I revised of, uh, a newsletter. And a newsletter basically was talking about something that I wanted to address tonight in the course of this, uh, this talk show. It was talking about it was an open letter to the black community. And I was basically speaking in regards to my nationality because due to the high rate of uh, education, due to the high rate of HIV, due to the high rate of disrespect from black men to black women that are out there struggling and taking care of their babies. Uh, it touched on many subjects, but I have not had a, a chance to really digress in this area. Last week, it was lovely, uh, the station, and, you know, and the touch of people that we had on there for us, my girlfriend and, uh, you know, the other sister that we had that, that was invited to the show, which we really appreciate their time. So that's what made me and my brother Jay come tonight and bring the women together in order for them to elaborate whatever they want to elaborate on, which what affects them and what, as they foresee us as men, uh, whatever conversation may be that they want to bring to the station tonight to the masses of people. Well, it's open. Like I said, it's open. It's open for them right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm willing to whatever whatever they need to talk about. I mean, I have questions I can ask, but at the same time, uh, I think by them knowing that they have an open forum and it's something that they've been holding in, you know, and they just want to just, just try to help someone because like right now, our community is suffering because they don't have enough. Nobody's getting wake up calls no more. We used to get wake up calls a long time ago. We used to wake up calls and stuff. To, something that happened to make you realize something going on with your somebody that come by and check on you. You know what I'm saying? Or you know something. Somebody just remind a little something to make you remind yourself that you do remember that. You know what I mean? So their, their stories yeah. would be very powerful. You know what I mean? Whatever they say, whatever they want to uh, speak about is just going to be able to help. Because, like I said, this radio show goes far as the Congo, England, New Zealand, uh, uh, um, Ghana. It hits different countries. You know, uh, like last week, I had three thousand two hundred and something uh, listeners. I went back today. It's like 
3,800. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, where are all these listeners coming from? This is like, that's like almost six, 700 people that listen to this radio show. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow. So that's like yeah. 700 more, you know, 700 more people that listen to this. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I got my, hey, Queen B, Nancy, uh, Nancy, do you got anything you want to address or bring to the table in regards to what you elaborate on? No, I was through. I was. Um, I, I think I said what I needed to say. There wasn't anything much, but uh, basically that dispute. I've never been in prison. I've never been incarcerated. I have lived a, um, a pretty much settled life. Uh, the thing is that people worry themselves to death out here, and people are up in there and don't know what to expect. You know, your kids are still your kids at the end of the day. Right. Is there anything that you can tell a young youth, a young girl, being that you've never been, and you you know what I'm saying? That's so important, saying that out here in California for men and women of all ages, you know, because they're trying to down all of us. So the thing, could you tell any young girls anything positive, if you don't mind? I didn't tell the girls. Excuse me. I didn't tell the girls. Be mindful about certain things that they do. Be aware of your surroundings. Watch who you date and socialize with. You know, because some strange things is happening out here. It's not too many girls because everybody that I do actually speak to, they at least over the age of 30 or 40. So the young kids is coming up in this family. So they don't seem to understand because they're they're basically up under seven and under. You know, basically, this is not a conversation to have with, with eight. But you always tell them to be a little bit more ladylike. Right. That's what I tell them. You know, be a little bit more ladylike. Yeah, it's not much that you can tell them, but everybody else, basically, that I speak to, we do have these conversations about certain things. A lot of things is about uh, men, you know, in general. You know why men are so angry when they do come out of uh, prison? You know, why do they feel like that a woman has to basically uh, become a doorstep? Why women basically has to become... Um, uh, uh, a slave within a, a relationship. I mean, there's certain things that I do talk about because there's a lot of these sisters out here that do, and they do wait on their man in some way, somehow, some fashion, but basically what I say, you never have to be a doorstep to anyone. Right. Right. And that's, and that's a blessing. Uh, and I hope that people can get fed off of that right there because that is some real knowledge and that's some real powerful words because um, that's what I was speaking on earlier. It's a lot of times that people go to prison and some people live, uh, I know young ladies that live in prison lifestyles, you know, and I think that our kids nowadays, is that's what's wrong with our streets right now. And our kids is out here trying to live prison lifestyles and don't know what to understand the damaging that they're doing to themselves. Um, we're losing them. Yeah. They're over, they, you know, they're over, they over killing each other. They're not shooting each other. We, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm not saying shooting is positive or anything, but 
Nobody, we never used to overshoot each other. We used to, I'm just saying, don't, I ain't trying to be all like, oh, we used to shoot a person one or two times. We don't go shoot people 10, 15 times, 30 times. These youngsters are shooting each other 30, 40 times to do, you know what I'm saying? And it's like crazy because that's what they doing. Why are they doing it like that? Why are they overkilling? Why are they like sagging below the butt cheeks? You get what I'm saying? We sagged, but we didn't sag with our pants to the, where we walk in a restaurant and when we turn around, our butts in somebody's face while they eating. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or you sitting on the bus and the dude get on the bus and you sitting lower and he come right by and he's standing. The bus so crowded when you turn around, his, excuse me, his, his private in your face. And it's like, they just so, and it's just, I don't know. It's like living prison yeah. life. You know what I'm saying? That living that prison lifestyle on our streets, they overkilling, they overshooting, disrespecting the parents. Uh, not respecting the elders. I mean, yeah. something is. I'd be like, man, don't you? I mean, I mean, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know. know. Uh, because my son just disrespected me uh, practically a month ago because they have this, this, uh, uh, what you call it, the can, the cannabis thing yeah. going on because yeah. freeway, you know. And because they came into certain districts, uh, and 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 you know, and uh, uh, the nine, uh, the the zip code area, you know, right. and uh, one one thing about it, people didn't don't understand. If you don't look and do the research, basically, like I was telling uh, David, because he had to get at me about that, and I had to explain to him and let him know how I actually felt about it. Right. But I, I didn't want to uh, be disrespectful, but at the same token, it was okay for my son to be disrespectful because he says, Mama, do you want to stand on your feet being broke? What? This can get me out of prison? I said, wait a minute. This, this is not going to get you out of prison because this is something that just passed through night because it's various places and things that's already out here that's being shut down 24-7. It doesn't For mean sure. that you, if you go in there and give those people all your information, it doesn't mean that you are going to be granted to get a place. I know sisters and stuff out there, and I have read on the, on, on the phone and, and, and in the media that people have been waiting for since 2005, I mean 2016, 15, to get, and, and they got a building, and they're paying their mortgage, and they're paying the mortgage on a building, and no, with no supplies, have not even got started. So wow. the district that came in with him is, Mama, why you want to do it? That is a hell of a commitment for me to do, because I wouldn't be, I said, I just got my shit together, my situation together in the last five, six, seven years. Just yeah. up on my You ready for me to fall again? Right. That's what I'm saying. The mentality. The mentality. But you know what? Um, it is mentality. Right. You know, it's like, it's how much do you want to take in when you're around somebody that's giving you some some wisdom or some education? The question is, are you listening? Or are you just sitting there thinking about what you need to do when you leave that person? You know what I mean? A lot of times... I speak about uh, if you don't have a person attention span over 30 seconds, you're going to lose them. 
and that's automatic that's exactly. anywhere that's anything you got 30 exactly. seconds just like on this radio show i mean there's people that come on and if i don't have they they their attraction or if i don't have that attention from them they're gonna hang up they're gonna leave you know what i'm saying uh but you know exactly. it's like you got to have that you got to be able to keep a conversation going or make sure you make sense when you do say something if you do be quiet when you open your mouth make sure it makes sense um yeah and I, like I, said, I appreciate you coming in on my show coming talking tonight uh we've been needing ladies to call in and speak we have been having some i see a lot on facebook live i see a lot on you on uh instagram live but uh, i mean if i put my number i'd be wanting people to call in because i know it's just more than one story out here like i said this is conflict politics this is t25cl.com this is galaxy talk radio uh everybody i do this just straight from my computer my cell phones uh everybody think it takes this big media thing to do video and all of it doesn't take that just get you a lot of cell phones i got like three four cell phones and each one of them go to my medias um content politics t25cl.com it's a wonderful website you can get the app on your phone i advise everybody to get the app on your phone hey i got my boy bo on the phone what's up bo you on the phone yep i'm here What's going on with you, man? I was waiting for. Oh, okay, oh, Jay is back too. Let me get this other cat on. It's an open phone. Yes, sir. Uh, Go ahead. My apologies, this brother Jay. I'm back. Actually, I was just on the phone with my phone side because I think um, my phone is doing too much echoing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you well, think I should have somebody else to call in for? But I think if you take it off, but I think if you take it off, and I pick it back off your ear, if you take it off the speaker, it might be better. Oh. All right, let me see. First in command, uh, brother J. Uh, this is Brother Dave. Uh, I got a switch on you from New York, and I also brought it as a guest. I keep the show going until you get situated, my brother. Hold on a minute. Hold on. All right, this is Brother Dave. Y'all can hear me better now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look. I have. I, I brought one of my friends. Her name is Erica. I brought her to the line, and um, she's also, also an author. She's from Watts. And uh, she also has a, a, a brilliant story to tell, an uplifting story through the pains and struggles that she done went through. And um, I would like her, I would like to see if she, Erica. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, now we have Erica on the line. Hey, um, Lorenzo. Yes, sir. Uh, could you uh, address her, uh, Erica, on what's going on so she can have an idea with, uh, what she can put her input in? Because like I say, she's an author. She's an established author. She's from Watts. And I, like I said, she's one of the sisters that's been through the struggle just as well. And um, Erica, is it all right that you uh, tell your story after um, Lorenzo introduced you? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay, thank all right, you. All you, right, go ahead, Lorenzo. Right. All right, hello. How you doing, Erica? My name is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. I'm great to yourself. Thank God to meet you and bless, bless to you too. Uh, my name is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. I am the host of Content Politics Talk Radio. Uh, I'm probably on my 300 and something show, you know, so I've been doing this almost four and a half years now. Uh, I'm really worldwide with this. And 
I mean, I mean, it's just this radio show is for the voice for the people because a lot of radio shows you get on, they don't let you talk, they got questions and stuff. And there's a lot of times that we really want to get some stories out. You got some information to give out. Like you said, you have a book. This is perfect. This is a perfect platform. Not only uh, you can speak on this interview, you can actually put your book online with our system. T25 is an entertainment company, distribution company. We sell independent music mm -hmm. artists. We sell real music of real artists. Well, all the artists are real, but you don't understand there's different levels and different brackets of people that's trying to, you know, uplift their music out. Uh, we said we got uh, movies online. If you got a movie you want to produce and get it out there, it's a revenue to make money. It's like a Spotify. It's like a Pandora. It's like a YouTube. It's the same thing, but it's a black owned company. You know what I mean? We own this. This is our baby. And we're just trying to get back to the community by just getting people a voice. That's what Compton Politics is about. So uh, I would love to have an interview with you on on your own show one day. You know, it would just be your show with your real story, you know, um, affiliated okay. with a lot of different things uh, out there to where you may can come do a book signing somewhere. You feel what I'm saying? So those are the type of things. Okay. You know, uh, there's, a lot of events going on. there's a lot of events going on throughout our community. You know what I'm saying? And, and you need to have uh -huh. your book. You need to be telling your story or whatever. Uh, your story is about you did a book. It's something behind it. I'm sure it's true too. It's nothing fake about what you want to say. So you're welcome to Compton Politics. We welcome you. You have opportunity today to explain who you are. Talk about your book. That's the main important thing. Let people know how they can order your book, where they can find out where your book is at, and just go ahead and just be you. Welcome to Compton Politics. <laughs> Sorry. All right, my name is Erica, but my pen name is Dee Dee Gardner. I don't write under Erica for the same reasons why I'm on here. Um, it's called Hidden Hurts. It's not a it's not an urban book at all, but it's a great read. Um, they can find it on Amazon. Okay. And what's the name of the book? Hidden Hurts. Hidden Hurts. Hurt people. Hurt people. What is the book about? I mean, could you tell like a little bit about, you know, what was it about? Yeah, yeah. The book is about a girl from the inner city. Um, she met a guy that played for the NFL, so of course he took her out of the inner city. She turned her nose up at her peers, her family, got to the point where he started abusing her, and she had to come to terms with either I'm going to go back to the ghetto where I came from or I'm going to sit here and let him damn near kill me. Throughout the struggle, her mother was diagnosed with cancer, and it's it's a great read. I don't want to give too much of it. Of course, of course. I, you know, of course, I wrote the book, so I've been and gave you the whole rundown on how it began, middle and end. So it's a great read. Yeah. So I mean, really, how could they really? So um, there's only one place they can find to get it at. I mean, uh, that's my main. They thing. can get it on Amazon. They can reach me on Facebook at Erica Gardner. I have copies as well. Amazon has copies. It's on Kindle. Um, those are the only. Those are the only places that it could be found. It's not in okay. bookstores or little Kindle Kindle deal. KDP preventing me from putting it in other bookstores. Okay. So what is your story about? What's your story? What about you? I know you wrote a book, but uh, what about you? What's special about you? What, what yeah, my you story, it, it, what's special about me? Just, let's go. First of all, I've been a gangbanger all my life, but I've also been educated all my life. That was a part of me that I hid from everyone, um, dumbing myself down to fit in with the crowd, um, ran off for about 
two years, attended USC, why everybody didn't know. Of course, everybody, I don't know where they thought I was, but um, <laughs> I got shot up in 06 and got shot with an AK um, oh, three times. Yeah. yeah, that still didn't change my story. Out the hospital, the same day out the hospital, on a walker, one leg not working, but I'm on the block, I'm gangbanging. It didn't change my life. Um, last year, March 23rd, 2018, my son got shot 11 times, twice in his head, five in his chest, three in his abdomen, one in his arm, one in his leg, and that kind of turned me around. He survived, he made it, but that kind of turned me around. Gave me a different outlook on life. You said he yeah. made it. So that, that, yeah, he made it, and that kind of... That was my eye-opener right there. When it happened to me, it was an easy call. That's what I signed up for. When it happened to him, I had to respect the game for what it was, but it was something that I couldn't, something as a mother that I couldn't accept. And I blamed myself for a long time for introducing him to that lifestyle. Um, I'm still kind of, you know, blaming myself, but we got over the hurdle, so. Now I'm trying to start a business center. Um, I, mean, I got a lemonade stand. We got a food court. We trying to get some. We we trying to get out of this mess. But so that's my story. The shortened mm. version. <laughs> no, that's a long. You know what? That's a long version for me. You know, just that part right there. And I appreciate you even giving a time out and giving that part to our community. You know what I mean? Because that's uh man that's a movie right there but that's a movie that changed lives you know sometimes right. we have to show and we do have to talk about what it don't do we're always talking about what it do do right sometimes we need to talk about right. what it don't do what it don't do it's like when you walk up they don't say what's what it do no you need to say what it don't do let's stand up and talk about what it don't do what we ain't gonna do. right we ain't gonna let you do you know what i mean that's right. what communication of us was supposed to be we're supposed to be able to watch out for each other and say no nah, man you ain't gonna do that or you ain't going down there today no man right so that type of stuff we used to do that type of stuff and, and i just want to open up the form right. that's one of my main questions what do you think happened Amongst us being able to be that be that way, to be able to watch out for each other, no matter who was in prison. I remember back in the seventies, really, when an OG had the pimp player hustle, the pimp hustle, bus, they would look out for homeboys' family while they were in prison. I remember that. Right. People coming together, putting the kites together, packages together to make sure individuals had things. You know what I'm saying? It's a Hold bad on. echo. See, that's yeah, I got. Yeah. I already know who phone it is. I already know who phones it is. So sorry if I put you on hold, Bo, but your phone is echoing. Maybe you want to get it off the speaker. I can bring you back in, or you can be in the open form. But um, yeah, what's up, Jay? I see you on the line. What's up, Jay and David? Okay, hey, now you see, I brought some officers here today to uh, do our thing. For those that don't know this, brother Jay, once again, I'm basically more so the co-host. With my brother Lorenzo, he has given me the opportunity to open eyes of, and, and give a voice to the brothers that's behind bars with me. As he once said in the opening, I've been incarcerated for the past 30 years on uh, gang-related murder. And uh, due to the laws change for the guys who was juveniles back then, I was 16 back in 89. I'm trying to push forward to um, liberate myself, not only myself, but the people that's around me as well. And um, we trying to utilize this, this radio 
as a means to open eyes for, for those that's who are going through the, through the struggle so we can find a solution to all this, this stuff that we're going through, especially the single mothers that's out there raising the young men that's going to be the next uh, torch carriers. We got to change the tide and uh, let them see things from a different perspective, not from a gang perspective no more. Because as, as we heard Erica's story, that was very powerful, very touching. And I also have another sister on here. I don't know where she went. She, her name is um, Lisa. Her son, Lisa is a sister that did 25, 26 years in prison. And uh, she was a, a, a lifer. She paroled. She's, uh, I think she successfully co- uh, completed parole, and she's doing fairly good for herself now. But what's bad, I ain't going to call it bad, but, but the, it's just the irony that her son, who is my, my brother Assad, he's on the phone as well. He just happened to, uh, I don't want to say followed her footsteps, but, you know, it, this, this is the, 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 the cycle that we're trying to end, and we're trying to utilize this to get the next generation to understand that it's, it's, it's not good. The struggle is real, but constantly repeating this prison stuff, we got to find a solution to this. And I, I, we got all these different voices from men and women, and I'm, I'm hoping we reach a lot of people and change some lives. So let me see. Hey, Asad. Hey, Asad. Hey, Asad, you on? Hello? Hello? Yes, is this, he's not on. Uh, no, it's only uh, Hold on a minute. This is, I know. Yes. Hold on a minute. Yes. 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 Okay, ASI, okay, you there? ASI, you there? No, he's not there. He's not oh, he's not there? there. Oh, he's not okay. there. Okay. Your boy Bo is on now. Hey, what, what you say, Lorenzo? Your boy, Bo. Bosky. Oh, oh, Bosky. Okay. Hey, let me, I, I, I would like uh, Erica to say a little more because his story was so touching. And he's the face of the mothers that whose sons are, 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 are repeating this cycle. Her story is very important. Her story is very important. Hey, um, Erica, are you still there? Hey, I'm Erica. Yeah, I'm here. This is a bad echo. So, hey, yeah. Erica, hold, so on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I got it. I got it. Okay, you got it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Hey, I'm going to be getting off tonight at 9. Hey, I'm, tonight, I'm going to be getting off at 9 o'clock because, you know, I'm getting ready. I mean, I'm just letting y'all know that God bless me. Uh, he always bless me, you know what I mean? And it's like... I've been out of prison for 22 years. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to just give my little testimony. I've been out of prison for 22 years and I've been doing so many different types of things as I've been out. You know, I've been trying to figure out what could I do? What can I become before a certain time? Uh, That was 22 years ago. And I was uh, 32 years old when I got, you know what I'm saying? I was 32 and now I'm 54. But I'm just saying the journey from that time to now was a hell of a journey because I done done a lot of things. And one of my main things I like to do, I like to run my mouth. You can see I like to run my mouth. I have my own radio show. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you all something. It all pays off. This type of stuff that you have to right. do to keep your head above water, just, it don't have nothing to do with no money. Listen to this. I've been doing this radio show, and I haven't got paid. And it's not about that. It's about staying content and learning a skill. 
learning the skills so you can take okay. that skill somewhere else. Um, right now, uh, I'm with this thing called the red and blue. Better angels. Y'all look it up. It's called red and blue. It ain't got nothing to do with quipping blood, but it do in a way. And I'm going to bring it to that level because this red and blue up in the White House. The Republicans is red. The Democrats is blue. Listen to this. I'm going to go on tour because there's a movement going on with a curriculum that they're teaching people in the uh, predominantly white privileged areas this new workshop about how to become better American voters and learning how what's going on in the White House by becoming mm -hmm. the peers and learning how to do that. Uh, and I've been doing national speaking for a long time. I, I just spoke at maybe seven strategic colleges already over the last maybe 10 to 15 years. You know, like UCLA, USC, uh, University of St. Francis. I spoke at Morehouse School of Medicine, uh, University of St. Francis, um, University of Dominguez. And now uh, I'm actually on my way to on a tour with the red and blue now. But what I'm saying is this is just something that I was liking to do. Um, and now the level that I'm on now is more on a different level. You know what I mean? The reason why I'm speaking about that is because it's a different platform. You know what I mean? It's really about really making a difference now, you know, politically. Um, I did a lot of community stuff. Now it's time for me to go to the next level. So I will be speaking at Georgia State University, and I'll be speaking at Chapman University in Orange County. I'm looking forward to be speaking, um, uh, speaking at least 20 more colleges before the year is up. And I'm saying I'm on a platform. And I'm just speaking to that platform that, that, that God put me on. You know, I don't have to like work too hard no more on that level to where it's a platform uh, uh, to where I, I I have the control on where I go and who I do it for. So I'm just trying to say, y'all people out there that's coming out of prison are just are just out there, and you and you think their movement is not going to move. It is going to move. You got to stay content. You have to stay moving. You have to stay. But you have to believe, and you have to do other things. Right. Out so here. I have a question. Go ahead. I have a question. So, in regards to changing things, what's the solution? What's the solution you came up with? My solution I came up with is I, 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 it's a different feeling because now I own and I, I, I'm responsible for whatever I do to where I would have to, I don't have a platform. There wasn't nothing I can really present but me and what I knew. Now all I'm right. able to present a, a, a movement that we all need to learn. Uh, it's a platform to where I have support you know i have sponsorship uh I, i'm a brand um uh, i'm marketable you feel what i'm saying that's what i recognize now that i built up my my ability and my skills now that i'm a marketable uh um i'm marketing too now for myself i can speak right. my, and make my own deal you know what i mean like i said georgia state university university of georgia uh, the colleges that I already spoke at. I mean, you have to know your value on what you work. Right. My, no, well, my question when I'm asking for the solution, I'm saying as far as changing the gang culture. The oh, okay. The solution the that there is. 
okay, the teachers that they're they're actually bringing to the table the solution of what I'm doing is is actually educating people on how to be better better citizens with each other because I'm on tour. I'm on tour with a Caucasian guy. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and what we doing is we, we, hey, he's a Republican. I'm a Democrat, but in society, as we see in our faces, is white and black. You know, whites don't like blacks. Whites don't uh, blacks don't like right, whites. That right, right. stereotype, that whole stigma, whatever it's supposed to be, whatever they made America to be, whatever it is. But this right here gives us the opportunity to sit at the table with our peers that can help uh, be responsible in an adjustment in America. No matter how bad we say, America, do you think your peers can attack the inner city problem? Right. Can can right. yo can our peers our age we 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 cannot attack the inner city problem. You have to start with kids. Kids is where it starts. Mainly black males, young black girls, older black women. No matter what we say, everything we do is to please a man. Now, once you reroute those elementary kids brains into wanting a woman with values wanting to be something better in life then we could switch our community the people in college people my age i'm 41 we can say we want to change all we want but if we're not attacking the problem then we'll never get right. a solution right hey, could i respond to that uh uh lorenzo yeah 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 lorenzo yeah yeah this brother Doug again once again um now to respond to her uh, question, I mean that's a that's a that's a real valid question. Now what I do for hey, my end, like I say, uh, Lorenzo, ha- huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I I really appreciate you bringing that stuff on, brother. You know, she touched on the serious note right now, and that's based on you know we had a discussion about what's the solution. Uh, I know my brother Lorenzo responded to it. Sufficient as I was telling you, it's called Force One Beyond the Wall Gang because it starts from here where, where we at, which is an outreach program that we provide to our inner city youth to talk to somebody directly mm-hmm. in the actual. Hey, yeah, this look, is what, this is what I wanted to Exactly. This is a think tank of uh, solutions. And this Brother Jay, once again. And what I would like the the uh, the, the um the listeners to understand is that I have invited people from all over California. I got Bloods, Crips on the phone. Uh, I got Bay Area, people from Sacramento. I got all kind of people from uh, Muslims, Christians. So a lot of the brothers that I uh, brought to this, to this table today and within the last few weeks has been a mixture of uh, uh, different uh, factions of the so-called gang culture or the culture that we we have we we have we live in. So this is the first part of the, uh, to the solution to show that we are not enemies. We all have a common a common interest, and that's to uh, 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 to get a get ahead in the struggle. For me to bring bloods, crips, Muslims, Christians and uh, 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 people from the Bay Area, people from Sacramento, on this line every week, that shows that we can come together and try to provide a solution to the problems that affect our communities, as well as us and within these prison systems. So uh, that's, 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 that's one form of, 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 of a solution. 
hopefully we have a lot of youth that's, that is listening in on these uh, type of conversations that we're having because these are very important so they can see that we really do get along with in these prison settings, and it's not about what side you're from because a lot of times when we come in these prisons, we realize the people that we call our enemies become some of our best friends within these prison settings. Mm-hmm. So why is it that if I can come to prison and be best friends with my so-called rival or my so-called enemy, but I can't do this on the street? That's a, a corrupt way of thinking. So we, so we got to, we got to do away with that way of thinking. And of course, it starts with education, re-educating self. So this is Brother Jay, and um, um, Brother Dave, you had wanted to say something on that because we had talked about this earlier on the yard. Brother Dave. Yes, sir. Hello. Yeah, you want to? Uh, yes, sir. Elaborate further on. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I want to elaborate uh, on the basis that. Uh, you know, there's, there's so much affecting our community, uh, which is education, HIV, the gang activity, the drug epidemic. Uh, you know, it's all over the world. You know, it was one of my sisters I brought on here tonight from New York. And uh, I know she's been listening. And I hope that I can give her a, a little uh, platform on the basis of uh whatever she wanted to touch bases on. As remember, I told you, let's get a sister to add weight through as well because they got things they want to address to the men as well, no matter who we is as a race. Of course, of course. I'm ready. You know, like I said, it's open forum right now, so anybody wants to speak to you? Hello? Yeah. You still on? I'm sorry? Uh, you still on? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, you want to speak? Yeah, I could talk about something. Okay. Hello, Let's everybody. How y'all doing tonight? Bless. Hello. Um, I got a couple of things that I want to bring up. My name is Lita. Nice to meet everybody. Um, I'm from New York. I I've been gang banging since I was 16 years old. I'm 39. Um, I grew up in New York City. I just went to California like three weeks ago. I went to watch. And, you know, I met a lot of homies and homegirls, you know. I just wanted to go out there because, you know, I just felt like, you know, I'm being in a hood someplace, you know, that i never been or whatever. And I just wanted to get the full understanding of everything and, you know, see how I felt to be around and watch and stuff, you know, with my homies and my homegirls and stuff like that. I met the homie online on Facebook or whatever. We talked about a lot of stuff. He was telling me about his book that he has coming out or whatever. And I found it very interesting because it's a lot of people out here that, you know, they, you know, they put on a rag and, you know, they claim they from this hood. There's a lot of people out here being misled. And I went to California for the simple fact is, you know, to let people know that, you know. Hello? Yes, yes. Yes, we hear you. Yeah, I, w- I went to California, you know, to let people know to see that it's okay because I went there by myself. And, you know, to meet everybody and 
it just show people that, you know, you could go out there and, you know, get over to people, get, you know, learn stuff or whatever. Because, like I say, you got a lot of people out here that's claiming and they not they don't know their history. They don't know anything. A lot of people out here being misled and, you know, a lot of stuff. So that was my reason of going. Well, let me ask you something, you know, since we ain't, we ain't get a chance to really uh, diverse on this particular subject. What was the negative aspect and what was the good aspect that you learned from that environment? Well, the negative I learned, because like I said, I'm on Facebook and I have a lot, I have over like 5,000 friends on Facebook and a lot of them are gang bangers, gang members, I'm sorry. And, um, you know, you got some of them, they come on Facebook, they tell you this, they tell you that, you understand what I'm saying? And, you know, you got some that lie to you. They, t- you know, tell you certain different things. That's why I went and I want to go learn on my own. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. that was my... And this is like, you know, as I look at it, it's like you you come from a whole different dynamic for New York. Yes. And people in New York uh, affiliated with what? Yes. And at the same time, but they do not know their history or culture because they have never been to that environment. Exactly. Sometimes they being misled to claim something that they not be aware of being involved in. Exactly. But wow. For us baseball, it's, it's, it's called, you know, one of the sisters said, it's, it's, it's a solution where we bring something to the table and we talk to our people about, it's about educating, it's about building. Uh, If it's not about anything else, it's about building, because you got a lot of these youngsters, they fighting wars that they don't even know nothing about. Exactly. You know, and then, you know, you got these kids talking about stuff that they didn't heard, which is not a good thing either, because it's something that they're learning that they don't know the full effect about. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's about each one teach one, and I'm glad that you had a voice on here tonight. But he can get make one dress. The sixteen is a long time, man. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know we grew up by Well, you know, uh, this is this is uh, you gravitate to know, you know, what the difference is. You know? Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? Hey, this is this is Lorenzo. I have a question. So, from what you done, like you said, with all you what you've been through, you done learned. What are you gonna take back to New York with you, being that you know now? What are you gonna take back to New York with you? What am I gonna take? Uh, well, my thing is right. Um, I have a homegirl that's in New York, and I guess the next time y'all go on live, I wanna add her to the call. Her name is Chrissy Nicole. She also, you know, represents for Gracie Watts. They were low. And um, me and her, we, I spoke, I speak to her all the time. And I, what I want to do is, like, get everybody together because you got a lot of people that, you know, they, you know, you got a lot of grape on grape and stuff like that. And that's something that I want to prevent. You understand? Yes. Or whatever. So my thing with her, we trying to get everybody together. Like we want to, you know, have people go, you know, convince people to go out to the land, which we call, or whatever, 
and go learn their history and stuff and see the real, you know, get the real feeling of being in the project and stuff wow. like that and, you know, doing stuff for our community and stuff like that. Like, we talked about, you know, like, homegirls, you know, going to school, getting an education. You understand what I'm saying? There's a lot of people, you know, you got a lot of homegirls that struggle. You know, me, I'm a mother. I have seven children. I have four boys and three girls, and I take care of them by myself. My three oldest is in college. I have a 21-year-old. She's graduating in 2020 to become a lawyer, and I have a, a an 18-year-old that's going to college next year. So I have two graduates or whatever. And, you know, I, it's, I try to prevent my kids from doing certain things that I do, you understand, because I grew up in the project myself, and I grew up in a home when, you know, I was crip, my brother blood, you understand what I'm saying? I lost my brother nine years ago, to, you know, for murder or whatever, and um, I just want to try to get everybody together and do positive things. It's not all about out there killing each other and stuff like that. I just want to, you know, try to change things, and I can't do it by myself, so... Well, that's wonderful. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, anything that content politics can do for you up there in New York, you need to let me know. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm doing a lot. Yeah. I've been doing, I've been doing uh, I'm doing a gang girl series. I've been doing it for 22 years. Okay. I have a six episode series online. You can check it out, you know, uh, and I would love no to. And, and it's really, really interesting that you sit here and I'm listening to you because this is 2019. And you say you have seven kids, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, yes. To me, you're a queen. You know what I'm saying? To me, you are you are you are uh, a lady. To me, you're not a a, um, a gang member. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm just right. trying to wonder. Well, you know, so I'm just trying to not because I I'm from that life. I'm from that life all the way up and down. You know, but it's like the, the way okay. the world is now, and, and and you know what you you know, and you choose and you choosing. It's like you have a choice in life. And you actually choosing mm-hmm. this life. What other choices do you have mm-hmm. besides? And I have another question. What do you get out of doing what you do for as being in the game? What do you have like do it have life insurance? Uh do it have benefits? Uh what do it bring to you to make you so intrigued about like going to the crossing the state lines? You know what I mean? What what is so intriguing? Uh being that you have, you know, you're 39, you got seven kids. Uh, you don't lost your brother, or uh, just hitting. You know what I mean? What is it about it that just you that just that you just want to just live that lifestyle, or be just affiliated? Well, it's well. I've been in this all my life, so well, not all my life. But like I said, from teenage years, and um, my thing is, I'm just trying to push positive. You feel me? Yeah. Like like I said, um. I'm trying to get, like, you know, the homegirls from California, you know, the homegirls from Jersey, New York, Connecticut, PA, all over, you know, to get together. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I want to plan trips with everybody. Yes, you yes, know, do, yes. You know, I do good things, stuff like that. Yes, change the game. Stuff you like, I told my game. friend, my homegirl, that, like, you know, like, around the holidays, sometimes it'd be rough on us sometimes, you know. When you're a single mom, you got to pay bills, you got to take care of your kids. It's hard out here, you know, it's rough. So my I'm my thing that. was, you know, to come together with her, get together with a lot of other people and, you know, give back to the community and stuff like that. I like that. That makes a lot of sense. You, you know, know help out. 
Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I like that new millennial. It's not all about being out in the streets, you know, gang banging and stuff like that. I'm I'm trying to do things fast because I'm older now. I'm not younger no more. You understand? Yeah. I did things in my life. I had my time. That's right. So I like I'm just that. here for a change. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you. I appreciate that. And I think we all appreciate the millennials stepping up in life and we are really dependent on y'all to make the change. You know what I mean? Like the like the lady said earlier. Yeah. We got to do pre-prevention. We have to do pre-prevention, not prevention, not intervention. We need to do pre-prevention and hit them young kids exactly. that haven't been touched with no violence, no bad words. We got to touch them right now so in the next 10 years, there won't be no new people joining gangs. And that's the whole thing. Exactly. We have to come up with a system that can stop our kids no matter where we come from. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to join a gang. They're not going to be out there in the streets. They go, you know what I'm saying? So that's the type of system we got to do. Yeah. Prevention, and I think that's what you're talking about. Now it's never too late. You want to start a pre-prevention across the nation with your homegirls. You want to really, like you say, Christmas time, y'all raise toys, y'all. You know, stuff like that. I can see. Yeah, that. do toys drives and, you know, like turkeys and stuff for Thanksgiving. You know, just help. Like, you know, you never know somebody need help. And I do speak to a lot of my homies that's locked up in prison also. I keep in contact with them. I speak to them. I know how it feels to be lonely sometimes. I know how it feels when you don't have nobody to talk to. You know, you could make a person smile, change their whole life. And that's the type type of person I am. I like to make people laugh. I like to make people smile, you know? Yeah. Right. I have a question. I'm having a couple. It's now that I... And I'm just now recognizing that you say you actually is a Crip from New York. You know, and Crip started in on the mm-hmm. West Coast. And it's like, what's I the know. Woo, that's you know what? I'm I'm intrigued about that. It's like, wow, like how does that how is that functioning out there being that it's a different level of like organization in New York? And how's the Crip in the like the Crip thing is working out there like that to where uh, it's been accepted far as a crip. And I know, you know, Crips was put out there in 83, 84 through the, through the crack era. You know what I'm saying? And what dynamic uh-huh. made the Crips come to New York, like from the Grape Street? And I know my homies and, you know, I got homies I already know that probably went out there and put it down like that. You feel me? But like what intrigues a uh-huh. person from New York to say, you know what? I want to be like from the West. I want to be a crip. And I'm from, you know what I mean? You understand? It's like, I don't know if you live uh-huh. in the Bronx or the Queens or whatever, but I know what goes on in these different towns and then certain, the way they wear their hats and you know what I'm saying? The way you wear your glasses is a certain level, a certain style. So what intrigued you to just be like, want to be a crip? For me? Well, I mean, I've been through a lot in my life. And, um, I just decided one day I just wanted to be a crip. Just, you know, I'm going through stuff, and you know, I met a couple of homies and stuff, and you know, they were there for me. You understand what I'm saying? I've been through a lot. A lot. Well, you know, out here in the West Coast, we call yeah, them cripplets. We call them cripplets out here. The man is the cripplets. The cripplets. Right. <laughs> yes, but uh, you know, I like, like, I, like, I, like, like I said, me brought up. Yes. Like I said, my brother, he was blood or whatever, and me, my little sister, my little brother, we was all crips, so we had a lot of problems growing up with that, with us, you know, us being in the house with my brother, and he's upset with us because we turned crips, he was before us, you understand what I'm saying? He got yeah. locked up in like a couple of years and came home, he found out about it, he was upset, like, you know, how y'all crips and I'm blood, 
we all brothers and sisters, but you know we got along and stuff like that. I grew up in a project in Far in Far Rockaway, Queens. Yes. It's called Edgeman. It's like one of the baddest projects out there, and I grew up up there, which is the A train that goes out there. It's like a one way in, one way out. Wow. You understand? So you know, the side of the projects I lived on, I lived on. They called it the Blood Side, and then you had the Fifty First Side, which was the Crip Side. You understand? Yes. Yeah, so. Well, you know, I know that's a different whole nother level, you know what I'm saying? But I pre- like I said, I appreciate yeah. your honesty and, you know, you have a hell of a story uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm down with your movement. I, like I said, let Compton Politics, you know, if you, know, you need any type of support because I got homies from Grape Street, you feel what I'm saying? On some real, real, you know, um, man, that's this is I just love your story. That's a powerful story. And I want to just thank you for uh, giving the world mm-hmm. that story. You know, you might be able to. Um, I don't know. It's just like, like I just get blown away when I hear stories from women. You know, you never know. See, like they, they have guys out here, but it's women, women out here that's real too. Gotta chop your head off and blow your brains right. out just what you do with make the money just like a dude. You know, I mean? so, you know, I'm not trying to go, you know, on a negative, but that's just real though. You know, we got to understand and have respect for y'all queens out there that's on the front line with us. You know what I'm saying? Watching each other's mm-hmm. watching our backs and making sure nobody do nothing out the ordinary. So I respect that. You know what I'm saying? On a high level. At the same time, like I said, this content politics is a T25CL.com. Uh, I was saying I was going to get off at nine, which I, I want to, but I just don't, I want to be respectful. I'm going to get off, but I want everybody to say their last words. You know how I do it. Uh, close out whatever you want to say, whatever you want to put out into the universe. Y'all know next week we're going to do it again. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do it again. I just don't want to leave nobody out. I know uh, um, my boy Bo is on the line, but it's just that he got a lot of echoing coming in. You know what I'm saying? But I want him to say something, so we're going to deal with, with his little echoing, okay? So anybody else that's on the line that want to say some things and close out, I mean, you have the right to do it, all right? And I appreciate yeah. everybody. So I'm going to get my boy Bo in yeah, right now. Right. Bo. Bo. Yes. All right, man. I want you to say something. Right, man, you know, say something. Echo, but echo, go ahead and say what you want to say. Man. Anything you want to talk about tonight, one minute or two, you can go ahead and do it. Well, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody. You know, I've been doing some little community work, and you know, being around some good stuff. And this is one of the one of the highlights of the week for me. So. Right, man. I appreciate that. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Who's next? Who's next? Anybody on your line want to speak about something? Yeah, you, this brother Jay still here, but you know I usually close out with the end. Hey, brother Dave, you want to say something? You and your yeah. family? Well, Lorenzo, uh, my brother once again, I thank you for the opportunity. Uh, we here again the week. Uh, where you go, Dave? I thank my auntie, uh, Queen B, for being on. You're welcome. My woman, and uh, I thank you, uh, for attending tonight as a gift as well. Now, y'all have a good night, my brother. Thank you, my brother. Good night. All right, good night. Gordon Jay, what's up, Jay? Uh, now we got Erica. Erica, you want to say something? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Good night, everyone.
Go on, no, go on, go on and shout your book out again so they know what uh, look you up just in case they missed it. Hidden Hurt, to D.D. Gardner. All right. You have a good one. Um, Asad, you want to say anything? All right. Asad, there must not be there no more. It's your big bro, Jay. And once again, I'd like to uh, send my uh, peace and blessings to everybody for tuning in. This is a very beautiful uh, dialogue that we uh, sat and listened to. We got women to hear their side of the story so you can see that we all have a common bond. And uh, we got to continue to do this, continue to build, continue to bring our communities closer, especially to help the, the youth because they are our future. And hopefully we can continue to do this. And uh, my celly, my little youngster Monk, he wanted to uh, end it with some lyrics that he put together because he too has his mother was went, been through the struggle as well. She been in prison, and she um she had a stroke when when her son came to prison and got all this time for for the burglary. He got more more time than I have, and um he wanted to pick one of his verses so y'all could feel his pain as well. Go ahead. And um, you can, can do it. All right, before I leave, yeah, let your let let your listeners know that you would do some posts some uh, posts on your Facebook so they can know who I am. Or they can just go and look me up through my little brother uh, Facebook under Jay Burton, J-A-Y-B-U-R-T-O-N. We got to continue this thing, and I'm going to let my silly monk do his thing and uh, rock us up out of here. Once again, peace and blessings to you all. I'm the co-host of the Compton Radio Politics with my big bro, Lorenzo, loving the death for giving us a voice. Hold on. Here's Monk. Let him do his thing. I just hollered at my granny. She sounded stressed out. She said, I just had a dream the other day that she was out. Then I hit me where it hurt. Hit me where it hurt. I put that on my people, all my people that's in the dirt. My little sister pregnant. Damn, that's crazy. Judge gave me life, but he still can't break me. Uncle went up in, doing 15. Baby Taco got life. This some hoes down the team. I cut the Rodney banging. Shit getting real. I ain't coming down until they give me my appeal. I just hollered at my mom's like, please stop stressing. Put your faith in God, then go and get your blessings. Cause I be home shortly, just be patient. She looked me in my eye and told me, you my only baby. You my only baby. You my only baby. Then she started crying and said, mama gonna be waiting. My kids getting older. Two of them eight now. Time moves fast. I swear to God, they never slow down. Then I miss my auntie, Cooney and Buffy. This had to do my other night. She be down, touch me. I was feeling weird, cause she wasn't there. Now every time I talk about it, I be getting tears. And my papa told me, Marcus, never let them break you. Bro, I know you solid, cause I'm the one who raised you. The realest shit ever. Until he tell me different, I used to get my ass up, cause I would never look at 12 people in my house. Every room full. But if you disrespect it, you can get your tongue pulled. You can't fit my socks, let alone my shoes. They standing on the sideline, hoping that I lose. But damn. No one ever told me life was this hard, this hard. The times I feel like I was born with no heart, with no heart. In the sunshine, I walk from every day, it's dark, it's good dark. But no one ever told me life was this hard, this hard. The world we live in, man, shady, I'ma keep the world. Believe all the those fucking motherfuckers. And I can tell you how I fucked well. Then a couple of weeks later, smoke got killed. My mom stressed out of blood pressure up, but a guy coming back to me, hurry up. I'm never feeling that. I would get my own life just to break you back. Every, please take them look around. Cause he will make a better read a lot down. But bitch, I'm in the struggle, I ain't never left. My little project cousin had to raise himself. 
Niggas got money, ain't giving back. He got murdered over Lucy, nigga, that's a rap. My city's so dark with your flashlight. Niggas heads get cracked because we ain't right. Watch California, bitch, take that. But I run my city, little Iraq. No one ever told me life was hard. It's hard. Sometimes I feel like I was born with no heart, with no heart. Ain't no sunshine once come every day, it's dark, it's the dark. But no one ever told me life was this hard, this hard. Every day my mama's stressing, praying on a blessing. Some say I was hard-headed, now I get the message. Cause my kids need me, my baby mama too. Now I got life, what the fuck they supposed to do? I'm playing on the regular, hoping God hear me. Hey, this is what I feel, there's a whole lot of easy days. They shoulders get cold, hearts get colder. We all get feel set in every time I'm sober. The life is what you make it. We living in the jungle. They praying on my downfall, hoping that I stumble. Hey, they see me happy, but they love me when I'm sad. We're fucking with a sick bitch. They can kiss my ass, I thought it in the back. Now I'm in the front, neck full of pieces. I'm the king tub, but they call them so Don't fall victim. VIP smooth. My whole crew listen. They ain't even it. This shit gets deeper. I've been thugging hard since niggas been rocking beepers in love with the streets. But shit, I can't change that. All I feel is pain. Someone shut me with the love that uncle got murdered. Back when I was free. Really from my head up so I don't even sleep. And they say myself, bitch, look at you never touch. And when you see that yellow pick, I mean that nigga slump. I remember pain. I remember hurt. My uncle was a man, so he started doing work. But fuck it, that's life. So who am I to judge me? He used to be my role mama. Come on, nigga, love me. My baby put me. So I hit my knees, hand me down jeans with the holes in the knees. Shit can get worse or shit can get better. My mama hit the pen, I had to live with Auntie Netta. Nigga, that's life. Oh, that's right. That's all right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's a man, that's funky. I like that. Like I said, this comes from politics. I'll be next week. You can do something next week. You know what I mean? End the show next week. Write something again. Write another one. And come back next week and do the same thing. And it's open mic for you. And we might just do more open mic next week for about 30 minutes. You feel what I'm saying? Poetry or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can start oh, doing we got that. It. Yeah, you we know? got it. We got you know we got you, bro. Ever since you opened this uh open our open this thing for our voice to be heard, we got you, big bro, on anything. Love you for that. Oh, good, man. Just, 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 you know, just stay strong. Stay, you know, do what you got to do. That's all I'm asking for. You know what I mean? I can't ask for too much. You know what I'm saying? I, I just appreciate y'all believing in what i'm trying to bring to the table and letting y'all you know let's utilize each other and that's what we doing you know from the in and out and this is just some real connection right here you feel what i mean you don't find this purity connection like this everywhere you can't find this just everywhere like this you know what i'm saying so i appreciate y'all i appreciate the people y'all bring to the table uh my numbers is going up i, I can see them like i said it was 3200 the other day i think it's like 38 now from last week and i'm glad <laughs> that once i get that yeah, yeah. you know you know what i mean yeah um yeah 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 once again blessings man blessings that was my that was my selling market we will do his weekly guys instagram so y'all can check him out he do his thing but um he's just another blessing up in here to see the, the talent that we got up in here we're not wasting talent we just um we're getting our voices out there through my big bro lorenzo you uh you know thank you for once again man you know, I'm your co-host from here on out. That's what we do. And um, every week we're going to get more women to uh, hopefully we can get some youth to come in and hear, hear what they have to yeah, say. I'm bring, yeah, we can bring some in next week. week. We can bring some in next Let's yeah, just not we, talk about it. Let's yeah, not just talk about it. Let's, let's be about it. Exactly. That's because that's, that's who we need to hear their voice because they're, they're crying for help. But a lot of times we, we're not answering them 
we're just trying to say stuff without even paying attention to what they're trying to say. So we're going to get some use so we can do our things and continue to build, bro. And those who um, want to reach out to me through my big bro, you can you can holler at either Lorenzo or you can get uh, at my brother through his Facebook, Jay Burton, J-A-Y-B-U-R-T-O-N. And um, we respond to everything. It's, the struggle is real. Thank all my brothers for coming in. Thank all the sisters for coming in, the mothers, everything. The Man. support is uh, felt. It's good. good. Like I said, this country politics this is t25cl.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Uh, get the app on your phone. I'm serious. Go get the app and put it on your phone so you can always listen to 24-hour radio uh, all day long. Uh, we can watch certain movies we got up online. You can pay to watch the movies. You got a movie you want to put online. You want your movie to be shown. You want a revenue where you can make some money and you still own your property. Come bring your city to t25cl.com. Bring your movies to tcl.com. If you want a radio show, talk to me. We make it come do something. Uh, uh, um, you trying to do some type of advertising about what you're doing? Um, get at me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, tune in. I'm on Facebook Live. Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. I'm already over 5,000 already, and I got my other one that's over 5,000. So I don't know what to tell you. Um, Compton Politics 07. I got a Facebook on that one. Then I have a Zoe, Zoe, Zoe Loren, uh Elvis Facebook. You can check that out. Um, I got like four Instagram, so just Elvis underscore Murphy 74 uh, Instagram. Then I got, I think, Lorenzo Murphy Instagram, whatever. You know what I mean? Just, just look it up. Like I said, my main thing is to let y'all know there's an event this weekend on Century and Western, Community Reflections is giving away a lot of giveaways, and they're actually having a. Y'all tell y'all folks that's in, the people that's inside. I'm talking to y'all. Tell y'all folks that they're doing an expungement program on Saturday, August third. Anybody that's out that need expungement, they're not just doing tickets. They really are knocking out these like felon strikes and stuff like that. That's what it takes so you can go get jobs. A lot of these people is just doing tickets and doing some stuff, not going back far enough. So when you think you can go get a job, the people tell you no. So August 3rd from 11 to 7, 11 to 6 on Century and Western at Reflection is, is northwest, no, the northeast corner on Cent, on uh, Western in Century, right where the school is at. It's the school on the corner. But go there. They're doing expungements. They're they knocking off felony strikes and all this old type of other stuff community reflections uh, all the establishments of all the politicians going to be out all the community leaders going to be out actually guess what Compton politics is going to be out there doing a live broadcast from that event um from I might just do it for like two hours three hours I don't know but I know I'm going to do a live broadcast so I'm trying to tell you Compton politics is everywhere everywhere I've been doing community events I'm going to be doing another event a concert event I got like, I'm gonna do the John B concert. So we got the John B concert coming up. Uh, we'll find out the date. I don't have my flyer on me, but we do have a John B concert coming up. If people wanna come out, uh, support that concert. Um, I forgot the date. I apologize, but we are doing the John B. I, don't, I think it's September 27th or something like that at the Redondo Beach um, Auditorium. So uh, John B coming up. Uh, this event is coming up. 
uh, and I'm on actually on national tour with the red and blue going to these different colleges, you know, breaking it down, educating the people, breaking barriers too. you know, what I mean, going to going to Georgia up in uh, Georgia State University, you know, that's a whole nother level. And God gonna bless me to be humble. Y'all want y'all to pray for me before I leave because I'm going into a place that I, you know, I have to be, I'm going into a realm I've never really been, you know, and that's on the political level. And I'm going to these strategic colleges and it's like, I have to be very careful and very sharp. So for the next two weeks, the next two months, I'm going to be doing a lot of reading and studying about politics, really under depths to where um, I might need y'all help or some ideas, you know, to get prepared to, to go out and face these people at these universities. and. Um, I need y'all support too. It ain't just that I'm trying to give out support. I need support too. Uh, we need to always pray for each other. I need prayer all the time. Um, let's find out how we can uh, uh, um, really do. Let's do a toy drive. You know what I'm saying? Let's do some type of toy drive for, uh, I'm just saying for prisoner kids. So the prisoner, let's do a mm-hmm. toy drive. Let's put together a toy drive. Let's see if we can get the prisoners that got kids that can't get the get the gifts to the kids. So we can do fundraising out here, get the list of prisoners inside a prison that have kids and, 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 and families that need gifts for Christmas. And we can do that. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what I want to do for y'all up there as behind bars. Uh, this is something that we can do and it won't, it'll be very easy. So it's got that we have work to do. This is what I want to do as constant politics. I want to raise toys for underprivileged kids, for uh, prisoners, that's in prison, incarcerated prisoners, kids that need gifts for Christmas. So uh, next week, call in 730 again. Uh, we'll be speaking about what I just said. And I and I, that's something I want to do. I want to give out kids, uh, toys to kids of guys and women that's in prison that can't get it, be able to give them kids gifts. So uh, how do y'all like that idea, Jay and uh, David? Okay. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Um, we're behind you 100%. We can, uh, we can uh, bounce off some ideas with you throughout the week and see how we can put all that together. And probably, like, you raffle off some names that we can get us stuff to whoever uh, children's name come about. And um, we can also probably provide artwork and other things that you make and sell online or whatever and give all the money to, um, to charity or something. Right. Towards the toys or, you know, anything. If we can do it. Whatever we can do, we're going to do it. Like I say, 100% of the proceeds will go to the kids. Yeah, for sure. And I appreciate that. Like I said. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I said, this is Compton Politics. This is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. This is your boy, Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Man, you know, we had a great show. I love y'all brothers. I love y'all sisters. Uh, you know, like I said, kind of politics is just an open forum. There's no right answers. There's no wrong answers. But there is us together. And that's what counts. You know what I'm saying? We came in an elaborate time, came together. Uh, we got to get ready for Monday Night Football, y'all. So y'all know we're going to lose some people on Monday Night Football when it come up. So uh, it's going to tell, oh. tell the truth between the real players and the real layers. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's about it. So I'm going to end the show. Thank y'all so much. Y'all know how I ended. I ended by counting down to five, four, three, two, one. Compton politics. All the time.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.